The City of Angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 283 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. For this, we're going to call it Carpet Master for very obvious reasons. Borderline was going to call it Magic Carpet Ride, but here we go. Yeah, that's right. We're in the CCL. We're making it look easy. It's what we do. We've got a lot of games coming up. we got a lot of things going down. It's busy times for LAFC, so let's just get right into it. Let's welcome our crew back. We've got Bam, we've got Araceli, and we have Tony. Araceli, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing okay. I have to admit, my spring allergies caught up to me. So if I sound a little off, that's why. But otherwise, I'm doing really good. Just looking forward to the weekend, you know, celebrating Easter. And then, of course, my birthday is actually on Monday. So I'll be doing some uh, birthday celebrations with the family. Nice, nice, nice. Excellent. Um, I know you're like us, traveling, doing crazy stuff. You're back, ready for it. Uh, nice. Here we are. Bam, how are you doing, sir? Okay, still got a little bit of a chest infection I'm fighting, but getting there better and better. Um, it's a because it's Friday here in Australia, it's Easter Friday already. So for everyone that celebrates all that kind of stuff, hope you have fun. It's actually a four-day public holiday here in Australia. So today, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday is all public holidays. So all the restaurants will be having the um, uh, surcharges for public holiday prices and all that here. But, you know, for everyone that spends time with the family, go and spend time with your family and enjoy it. That's the most important thing. Definitely. Four-day weekends aren't all that bad, right? We could take that. Tony, how are you doing, sir? I am doing great. It's been a fabulous week. I'm excited for our pretty much five days of football overall in general. Tom- uh, yeah, not even tomorrow. Well, tomorrow when the listeners listen to this, we'll have a game. We have, And then, of course, Tuesday. And then following that, one more game. And then the Derby. So excited. There's a lot to talk about and also a lot of concern to talk about. It's nonstop. I mean, this this schedule, and this is the round two, right? We had that that crazy busy schedule, then it let off for about a week. We got a normalcy, you know, and now this again. Um, it is pretty wild to see how well our team's been taking it, in truth. While the results haven't been the greatest in some of these, it is we've been pretty fortunate under the circumstances. Um, of course, the first game that we did miss, we weren't here for you guys on this one. We had to miss out on that one, of course, was the match against Colorado. We really don't want to dwell on that one too much today. We'll go a little, we'll give a little cautionary tale on that one. I'm going to throw this over to Tony, give you a quick recap, and then we'll get into the one we all want to talk about. So, uh, Tony, we go to Colorado. We always talk about how it's always a trap and it's never easy. What happened, Tony? So, we ended up tying. We ended up coming away with a point. And of course, as we said, difficult, hard to breathe. You saw that. You can see that everyone playing like that. But the be- the biggest thing that we cautioned moving forward is the missed opportunities that we had. Because we could have actually taken three points away from this game. But there were so many opportunities where we couldn't finish. And leading to that, we go into Vancouver, and there's more of that. But before we get into that, let's break that down, how they're coming in and we are coming in. So, yeah, Vancouver, as we were heading up into in 
into the CCL, they got a little bit of rest, right? We kind of didn't. They were they thumped Montreal coming into it, so it looked like we were going to get into a little bit of trouble, right? I mean, you have to expect it, and historically, we've been terrible up there. It, they always seem to catch us when we're we've got a you know shortened schedule. There's injuries. They just have had the most fortunate time to play us at home. In this case, was that again? Of course, we're coming off of short rest, and they're not. So you think, wait, trouble again? Add in the turf. And all the fun that we have with turf, God, I feel this terrible. You were kind of expecting things might be a bit abysmal, right? And you have to be a little careful. We all know how the result goes, but in the lead up, we went as strong as we could. Bam. Seeing the lineup, uh, how did it go? Who did we bring out? For the Vancouver game? or Yeah. 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 Well, Vancouver game, we obviously went with what I think is our second strongest lineup, I'd say, because obviously we're sitting players due to the field and all that kind of stuff. So we start with McCarthy in goal, Hollingshead, Murillo, Long, and Palacios in defense, Tillman, Sanchez, and Acosta in the mid, and Bwonga, Vela, Opoku up top. Pretty, pretty strong lineup, yes. Um, I, I, we, we, and we mentioned we, we were figuring that the lineup for the Colorado game would reflect the fact that you don't want to risk certain players. Chiellini would be that guy, right? I mean, the very obvious choice as to who you don't want to play on turf. And this is kind of the durable side that you put in, you know, uh, if you're, if you're going to put in a team, if you're worried about injuries, this would probably be the one you want to run with. Um, in truth, you know, the other conversation we had was if went and whether he was going to break in right now, let's be real. Uh, Tillman's pretty much taken hold of that spot. Uh, it's hard to move a guy off that's that's in the form that he's in, as good as we know Sifo is. You don't mess things up, right? Definitely Tillman, not. You can't mess it, it up. Mm-hmm. In in a way, in a way, it's good because this is going to show us how we're going to look when we do start, just end up selling Sifo. Right, right. I mean, we we've kind of already already moved on in a way, or at least show that we're capable of moving on um with with the lineup that we've got here uh and tillman is just yeah on a whole nother level <clears throat> how did vancouver's lineup look did they make any major changes or is it pretty typical um uh, for me i think it's pretty typical for them so they had uh takioka and goal rasposo blackman um village brown in defense uh tillbit cubis gressel Dahomey and Good in the midfield and White up top. They go with a four-three-two-one lineup, or as they said on the on the um, <clears throat> commentary, the Christmas tree lineup. Ah, yeah, definitely. So going out wide, clogging clogging lanes was their goal from the early stage, and catching us on counters that would be their their view, especially against LASC and how how high we like to push this. First half, we get into this thing, Tony. Key moments from the first half, and I'll just say this. This probably was, following the Colorado match, this first half was another one of those moments where you just kind of shake your head and like, this is not the prettiest thing we're going to be in. It's not foreshadowing anything great for the second half, but (laughs) fire away, man. What happened in that first half? A lot of action again, as they said. Pretty much they wanted to counterattack, and that's what they did. And it started off 19th. In the 19th minute, Brian White, um, right foot shot at the center of the box, misses right again. And you'll hear this name a lot. And of course, former LAFC player Tristan Blackman with a headed pass. 
and then it gets to the 32nd minute. This is actually a joke that me and uh, Ernesto were having at the watch party. Dennis Wonga right-footed shot in the center row that was closely missed. And he tried to finesse. He, I think he hesitated what he wanted to do and missed the opportunity. Vela with a nice through ball. And leading up to it, they said he could have had more goals. And we had this joke with, with my uh, scientists and um, Ernesto throughout the rest of the thing the rest of the rest of the game but then of course 40th 41st minute um andres cubas uh left footed shot outside the box misses misses to the left and then that pretty much ends the second half so but there was a lot of opportunities missed and it was becoming concerning of what is going to be on of course the ball was not moving at the speed or rate that we're used to because again we are turf and to quote Chiellini after the press, after the game, he loves the atmosphere, feels like there could be more fans. But if there was real Garas, the game would look beautiful, more more beautiful there, and they probably attract a better style of play and better fans into that stadium. Yeah, it, it, that first of course there was one other highlight for Vancouver where where it forced McCarthy to make one heck of a save. Um, bang bang play that was pretty much my big highlight of that first half is his ability to do what he did go against the grain he had a really good first half as far as i'm concerned uh it is really tough um to watch games against vancouver in vancouver because of the potential of both teams being stifled by their field both teams they hurt too you know they can't play the game they want to play because of this lousy turf so they have to clog things they have to look for bad bounces because of the situation they're in. You cannot tell me that that those players as professionals and that coach are really enjoying playing in those conditions. It's impossible to love those conditions. You can't, you can't pass a ball across the ground. A good, decent low driven pass gets swallowed on that terrible field. Our guys were constantly trying to chip the ball up, keep the ball in the air slightly, which is just not a way you can really play this game properly, but we're stuck in. We have to do it. You have to go kind of old school with your football to survive on a field like that. And it's really, really unfortunate that in this day and age, in this modern game, that they're stuck on a field of that condition. I mean, you just go down the road, right? Go down to Seattle. That's artificial turf, but at least it's manageable turf. Turf is still terrible, but at least the ball moves, right? You can still play on it. This stuff, I don't know what's with this field. It is just not a playable surface. I guess it's good for Canadian football. That is not good for our game. Um, thankfully, second half, our guys adjusted to it, especially the ones who are brand new to this turf. They found their ways to work with it, and it became a very different story. So I will throw this over to you, Tony. What happens in the second half? So in the second half, we Vancouver again comes out blazing, but again, it's not. It's foreshadowing how they've been playing on this field because again, five goals last game. They're they're in shape. They're in mid-season form. While they have rest, we don't. So 50th minute, Bryant White, header from the center box, a bit too high. And then 54th minute, again, Ryan uh, Gold, left-footed shot, just outside the box, is blocked, assisted by White. And then in the 55th minute, this rocket of a shot from 40 yards out, Wongo. Right foot out of the shot, center high, assisted by Vela, but didn't really. The assist was because he passed it to him in the wide open and he just honestly rocketed it over the goalie and blasted it in to make it 1 0 LAFC. 
<laughs> there's things that Denny Buanga does that amazes you. And then there's moments like this where you're like, how long are we going to keep this guy? I don't know how we're going to keep him for any anything beyond this season. He's just too good. I don't get it. Like, like how does how does he move the way he does? How does he think the way he does? Who thinks to take one step from that distance and go, you know what? I'm, I'm going to take this thing because I just feel that good. Denny Buanga, who else? Throw it to you, Bam. I mean, you're watching it. It, it It's beyond it, isn't it? There's one thing I've been saying all season, been saying last season, and even the season before that. Take a shot from outside the box if, you, if you're open. Look what happens. You will hit goals like that. You know, the, you don't need to pass the ball into the six yard and then pass it past the keeper. If you're left open and there's no one on you or someone's coming at you, take a shot. Worst case scenario is a goal kick. What have you really lost? Nothing. Exactly. I mean, a little bit of pride if you, if you, if you shank it, but you know, ask Carlos Vela how his career has been going when he's willing to take shots from the outside. He's saved us many times. In this case, we get saved by Buanga. Kids, a story. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Araceli, my jaw dropped in this. How, how are you feeling? How are, how are you enjoying that goal? I mean, with that goal, it, it was definitely gravity defined in a sense. And I, you know, I really do agree with Bam that if you have the chance to take the shot, like take the shot, because really you don't know what is going to happen. And it was proven right there that it can go into as a goal. But the, I mean, like the game overall, it, it just, I agree with all of you and I echo, echo the same thing in terms of like trying to play on turf, that it's not going to be the smoothest. And you could kind of see what, you know, our guys are trying to do, but when you have terrible field conditions, it just makes it almost near impossible, unfortunately. Now, I have to admit, for me, the moment that I'm still kind of, quote-unquote, stuck on is the Aaron Long, Scott Sterling-esque save. Like, how can you deny that? That that moment right there, I, I'm sorry, but that's still running in re- on repeat in my mind. <laughs> it, it will call it the periscope. That's the save it was, is the periscope. Because I don't know where it's at. Maybe I'll get it. I don't know. Make yourself big. Yeah, that was that was absolutely amazing. That the one place you stick your foot that happens to be where he strikes it. Good on Long, man. Like he knew he was in trouble in the situation. Good on him for at least just getting getting in there and interfering, you know. Um, whether he knew it was coming or not, I mean he knew that it was back there. He knew the heat was there, but good on him. Um, he's growing each match, that's for sure. Um, you know, he had some shaky stuff, but this match, no, you know, he was dialed in and it was one of those cases where the awareness is getting there. The comfort's getting there. Him, him and Murray. Yeah. It's, it's getting where we need it to be. Um, we can, we can change in and out with our center backs and be confident at this point that we know they're going to be fine. So, uh, good on him. That was a great moment. I'm with you on that for sure. All right. So Denny Mwanga gets us a lead. Everyone's shocked because the game didn't have the look. Right, that this was this was going to do it, but brilliant players change games. They have a moment, they have an opening, and they find a way to get you there. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing to have as an LAFC supporter. Another guy, right, that's willing to change games the way he he does. So we move on from the fifty fifth. Everyone's in a little bit of shock. What happens next, sir? Um, so that kind of frazzles uh, Vancouver because now they are more on the they have to play offensively and have to switch up their tactics. As you notice, they were more trying to sprint and force things. So in the 58 minute, minute 
uh, Christian, sorry if I'm going to butcher your last name, Dajom. The home, the home. Let's see. Uh, right-footed shot in the center box. Miss misses to the right. Um, and then in the 60th minute, Kellen Acosta tries the sh- right-footed shot right side of the side, which is blocked. And then in the 61st minute, another goal by Op- oh, what? How do they? How do they say it in the broadcast? Uh, Apoku or whatever. Apoku. Apoku. No. Apoku. No, I'm talking oh, about no, the, no, no. The, yeah, it's, uh, Apoku. Opuku, as the announcers on, on Fox say, Opoku, which is Opoku. to make, mess up names like that. Yeah, see, I mess up names, but I'm not getting paid for this. I try my best and, you know, try to get the name. But when you're a, professional, like- when you're a professional getting paid on national TV, kind of have to get the names right. And you've had not, a, one other game. Not that's national TV, global. Because they, they, use, they use that stream that's on true. YouTube for outside of North America. Anyway, so um, the goal by Opoku, um, let's put a shot in the center of the box and goes in. But the reason why that was set up was because lazy passing and lazy defensive of clearing the ball because the keeper ends up passing the defender. Buanga pressures the ball. It gets a nice little hit on it, takes gets taken down. And you see also the defender try to pull him down when Buanga gets up. And Opoku is right there to finish it off and put us up to zero. I mean, it had the vibe of, of if if Opoku wasn't there, that somehow, some way, Buanga was still going to get to it and do something special. I mean, it was that kind of a bang bang play. Uh, good on them. Again, we add pressure. This is what happens. This is what you get. It pays off eventually. Uh, but good on Opoku just to not think about it. Just get the job done. Just do the job. And he did. This is what we've been looking for from him. And he did it. He got the job done. Uh, 2-0. Beautiful moment. They're all kind of scratching their heads like, now what, do, what am I going to do? Um, you could tell they were they were the game plan lost at this point. There's not much they can do here. They're down to nothing. They don't want to get hurt worse. But at the same time, you know what happens when you get out of your friendly confines of, of Vancouver. Uh, what are you going to do? Um, and so they're left in this moment where how do you respond? Well, they've got to get one back. They've got to open up to play us, right? They can't let it get farther. They have to find a way back. Of course, when you open them into LAFC, have have fun with that. It's never going to be a, a fun situation. Tony. 65th minute. Um, with the assist by Tillman, um, Buanga in the box with a nice little juke is the best way to say it because he juked the defender out of his position and with his opposite foot. Um, ends up scoring a just powering left left foot shot into the goal to put us 3-0 and also take Buanga into the top scorer for the Golden Boot in Champions League at the moment. A simple roll and turn. Of course, he doesn't make it look simple, right? Uh, and the placement is what it is. I you know I felt a little bit sorry for their goalkeeper because boy, that was you don't have a chance on that. You're, you're toast on that play. Um, so we're sitting here. He's got his two goals. You can't help but feel like a third one was coming. You know, just the, it was there. The vibe was there. It felt like it was only a matter of time. Um, it did feel like we were going to get more. It, it really, really did feel that way. Of course, substitutions start occurring, right, Tony? Some movement occurs. Go for it, man. Um, yes, pretty much af- um, after. There was actually a couple of substitutions before then. Um, 
there were two substitutions, more midfielders for Vancouver. And then after that goal, and two more substitutions come in. And then, of course, we end up doing substitutions in the 69th minute. And I want to bring this up because um, uh, Duenas enters the game for the first time in that I've seen. I don't know if maybe I, I'm, I'm miscalculating that this is his first start in for the senior team. But Duenas comes in and so does Buke for the for the 69th minute on those ones. Um, there are a couple more opportunities. Um, I kind of want, don't want to go into them because it's mostly Vancouver, but this is also the concern because um, I can talk about this the whole time because it was nonstop us, Vancouver trying to get back. But so many missed opportunities by Palencia. He had two. One where he didn't know what to do and he overhit the ball and he was on one-on-one with the keeper. And the other one, it just barely missed the goal by inches with the keeper blocking it and just nudging it a little bit away. And it rolled the slowest roll you can think of. <laughs> and yes, we did win. The, we ended up winning this game 3-0, going three goals into Tuesday with the aggregate coming home. The concern that I have moving forward, and it's going to be until everyone's in full speed. And then even Carlos Vela says he's not in full form and not as his peak is the opportunities starting the play in the middle of the play but at the end of the pay when it matters the most we just can't finish if it's not Buwanga and he's not in form then I don't know who we call upon moving forward because then we fall into into our next opponent what's going on in Austin where their top scorers are scoring but they're their backups, the other people who should be helping them are not. Well, you know, on the bright side, if you're not finishing all that great, which we're still getting goals here, you know, just have a defense that never allows anything. That's that's a good trade-off, I guess. That's a, that's one way to take care of business. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> again, after <laughs> Palencia's two chances, yeah, he thought one might have fallen. But let's be honest, what does Palencia usually play for us? Very different role for him in this game. And the fact that Jesus Murillo was the guy that went all the way to the top to make this play happen at the end is hilarious to me. It cracks me up because it's like, this is your center back. He's your he's anchoring your defense, and he's the highest man up on the play. Like, how how bad do you want to dunk on those guys? Because that's exactly what you're doing here when you're when you're when you're having a center back make a play like that. It's 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 brilliant. It's not something you normally see from Mario, but man, we'll take it in moments like this. I was more happy about the opportunity even happening with who was involved um, than the actual finish. I'm a little bummed along. I didn't get his hat trick, but it's okay. It's it's it keeps him safe, right? And we move on to the next one. Uh, to, uh, Bam, your impressions of the match? For the match, um, obviously, first half could have done a bit better and all that kind of stuff. Um, again, yes, Aaron Long. And his his football knowledge just lay still and put your body in a line. Um, second half, you know, three goals in what ten minutes <clears throat> is something ridiculous. I am worried about how we're going to play them um, during the week because last time we were three 0 up on the away leg in in this, you know, we did lose at home so. Hopefully we can keep this going and stay in, in it because it is cut football. Anything can happen. Yeah, this isn't over. 
Definitely. It feels like it's over, but it's not over. I mean, Alawense basically showed us that you can't, you can't write anybody off. And the other thing is you can't get too aggressive against the team. Yeah. You have them on the ropes, but if you just played a simple counterattack and run out your 90 minutes, you're going to be fine. You've got a lead. So I'm going to, it's going to be interesting to see on the return leg is how the team is going to approach this. Are they going to absorb let Vancouver come at us. They're going to have to come at us and we catch them on the counterattacks. Or are we just going to try to pummel these guys early, which is what we try to do against Alawense and it burned us, right? How are we going to evolve? It's a knockout tournament. Are we, are we going to make a different type of move, a nuanced move where it's, yeah, we're going to take the counterattacks and we'll, we'll finish them that way. Or is, you know, are we going to just do the usual? It'd be really interesting to see how it plays. It also going to be interesting who, who plays in that game. Who's available for that match? Uh, who gets a rest and who doesn't, knowing that we have a rivalry match soon after? Um, yeah, you've got to shuffle people, right? Uh, you got to be smart about it. So it's really interesting to see where it's going to go. Good thing is, again, 3-0 lead, take it home. Perfect place to be in. Aracel, your your overall impressions of the match? I mean, overall impressions are just very similar to you guys in the sense that obviously you know there's a lot of growth that this team still needs to have and I mean it's easy to sit here and try to blame fatigue for some of their mistakes considering um how heavy of a schedule they've had so early on but moving forward I mean you, you can't deny the three to zero um when hopefully it will be very helpful come next week and as you mentioned just curious of who will be fielded and if that, if we'll see the new player, I, I can't pronounce his name. If we'll potentially like see him at some point. I would expect it at least a few minutes. We'll get into that. Well, yes. Well, speaking of him, um, he did put up this post just recently on his Instagram where he's, is number 19. So he's got his nut. He's got his number, and he says, let's start. So I'll be surprised if he's not on the bench for our next game. Did you Did you guys watch the press conference? It was outstanding. It was really good. At least his coverage, um, how well he spoke of the league and team, just the experience of wanting to be here, uh, why young players are looking to, the, to come to MLS now, and he, he's one of those examples of the change in the league. It's a really good interview. Check it out uh it, it's it's on youtube so go for it uh really well-spoken guy he knows why he's here interesting how he talks about how he was talking to swiderski and others that have been in mls um but yes I, he he's definitely gonna be ready for the weekend i'm not gonna start the guy but yeah and talking about another guy that can hit the ball from outside he's known for it so one more that isn't isn't afraid to take a, hit, a shot at distance so good news now i know we're talking about finishing being an issue I will say this of the 10 shots that we made in this match, six did go on goal. That's a better rate than we've had pretty much all year. Really? Usually we're much more wasteful than that. And then think about it of the six on goal, three actually went in big story. That's pretty good for us. Do we want better for the, for the guys at the end to, to be the dagger? Yeah, we do. Um, but it was an improvement from past matches. That is for certain. Tony, final thoughts, sir? 
It was nice to get the three goals ahead. We'll see moving forward what happens with the schedule. Um, the the play of certain players are are getting better, but we need to continue this consistently, especially with the new draw with U.S. Open Cup slowly but surely approaching. And luckily, we're out of this draw. So hopefully that we just need to finish, like I said, finish scoring. I know we're scoring, but at some point, the backups have to, the backups, the supporting cast have to score. Because if that doesn't happen, we're back in 2020 where Chicho Arango is carrying us and scoring all the goals and we can't get a point to save our lives. Yeah, we don't want to have that late August through October struggle. That's for sure. Fun stat from OptiJack. I just saw it on, on Twitter recently. Uh, Boanga's been involved in 11 goals in all competitions. That's eight goals and three assists, three more than any other MLS player. Food for thought. Going to vote for MVPs. Just just telling you right there. Uh, pretty, pretty big deal. Pretty big deal. All right, so we got our reactions here we go. Um, I think before we get to everyone else, do you guys want to cover the uh, LAFC 2 result, then get into the fan reaction? Want to run at that first? All right. Araceli, I'm going to throw this one to you. Um, LAFC 2 recap impressions. I know Eric Duenas was the story again, right? Oh, yes. Eric was definitely the story for this match. As we mentioned, we did see him come off the bench in Vancouver, which he just freshly scored LFC 2's first ever goal this past weekend um, against the... Oh, goodness. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's been a very long week. <laughs> but against Vancouver. There we go. Oh, my goodness. Apologies. Anyways, um, but despite his early efforts, LEFC 2 did lose 3-2 on PKs. Um, Romero made two early PK saves. And just the, the match overall, um, I, I definitely was impressed by, you know, how they played. Unfortunately, I can't speak too much on the highlights considering... Um, I was monitoring other matches during the same time. What I can say is I did hear some feedback in terms of where you can watch the games. Because I know opening weekend, it was on Apple TV. And this past weekend, it wasn't. The only thing I can say about that is the way the Apple deal works is that it's almost like if half the matches will be on Apple TV, while the rest will be on MLSNextPro.com. Uh, we do try our best to amplify that and make sure that you guys get that information. So moving forward, I definitely recommend taking a look at the schedule to see whether it be on Apple TV or MLSNextPro. Um, if it is on the website, it is completely free to stream. But moving on to this weekend, LEFC2 will actually be coming here to Kansas to play SKC2 in Lawrence. And I do plan on being there, so I'm very excited. That's not a long commute for you, is it? It's not terrible. It's like about a 40-minute drive. Oh, okay. It's a little bit of a drive, that's for sure, but still not bad, not bad. Really interesting Interesting to see who gets fielded for this match as it's, it's at distance for us, um, who gets to play, who doesn't. Um, funny, funny thoughts about Duenas is I... I 
good chance. I think he might miss this one, obviously, um, because we're going to definitely need him at BMO. So really interesting to see who makes that trip. Um, yes. One thing, I, one thing I find curious is that the, the twos are going to SKC. I, I thought they would have tried to have it lined up so when the LAFC goes to SKC, the twos will travel with them and play the next day or the day before type thing. That way they're all traveling on the same plane, you know, instead of having to pay for multiple flights and all that kind of stuff, you just have more go at once. I thought that's how the league would do this, the fixturing. And it's kind of similar to how it was for last season with the schedule in terms of the fixtures. Cause there, there was um, weekends where, as you said, you know, it, it would kind of line up with the MLS schedule itself, but, this season is a little interesting. It's the best way to word that. <laughs> yeah, not the most economical <laughs> move here. It, it is really interesting. And availability for players to go both ways. I mean, the whole point of LAFC2 and all the second teams is to build teams up and feed to the big team. This seems really counterproductive. Again, growing pains, definitely. But really odd to see it run that way. Kind of backwards that we'd play Vancouver when they're not. Yeah, it's strange. Definitely strange. We'll see how this plays out as the season goes along, but there is that. Um, I'm hearing good stuff from those people who have gone down to Fullerton to watch the games. I haven't had a chance to go yet. Long overdue for that. I think we're playing a certain team pretty soon here where I think we all need to go. Um, so I'll just <laughs> leave, leave it at that. Where it's something you don't want to miss. Uh, again, Colors are the colors, right? You got to support your team in certain cases. It's even the second team, even the youth teams when you play a certain side. So I'll leave it at that. Um, thank you, Araceli, for the update in LAC2. Let's hope they get a win here pretty soon. Tony? I have a question for Araceli. So, again, everyone's new to MLS Pro and just in general, the quote-unquote minor leagues and everything. So it seems like we're playing hockey is the best way to say this. You know what I mean? Where if it's a tie, automatically goes to shutouts, and, you know, we still get a point after that it's either a point or two points, not the full, like, the same way hockey goes. It is, has it always been like that, or is this something new to this, this new season of MLS Pro? It's always been like that. That was a new rule that they had implemented in the inaugural season last year and continue are continuing with it for this coming season. Um, that is something else that I have noticed as well, especially, you know, with the new teams kind of integrating over um, because we did have uh, seven new teams, including LAFC, too. Mm -hmm. So you are correct on that. The games cannot end in a tie. If they go to a draw at the end of the final regulation time, it will be an automatic shootout. And the winner of the shootout will take the two points. And the one who faltered will take one point. So, yes, you are correct on that. Okay. I just wanted to confirm this with all everyone. We're every, all of us, MLS, we can talk all day. We know the rules, even the changes, even with penalties and everything like that. But MLS Pro, I know, plays with a lot of different rules, a lot of different changes that may be integrated into the future games of moving forward. But I know the hockey terms who pe people who don't know hockey don't know about the ties and stuff like that but we never thought we would see this in football yeah i mean definitely you see some old school mls vibes i know they're not running 30 yards at anybody but but still 
You know, we can't have a tie. I mean, it's fine. I will say this. For training purposes, I think it's smart. Penalties, it's always good to practice penalties. It never hurts to practice penalties. Get the guys used to it. Get the goalkeepers used to it. Legit, it's another training opportunity. And there's a little passion at the end of this thing, so it makes it fun at the end anyway. I'm good with it. I'm happy with it. Would I want to see it on the top level? Heck no. But for training opportunities, it's a wise move. Bam, it looks like you want to add in. Go for it, man. Uh, 100%. Like, especially with, I hate to say it, the way we've gone to the last couple of penalties during the games, we do need some more practice with that. So having that at the end of end of that, especially for the youth coming through, is perfect. If it, they try to implement it in the MLS, I think there'll be a massive backlash from all the fans. Not a chance. I just I I know this league does harebrained things at times, but I think they're over that. I, they definitely have to be over that. I would think, Araceli, you're not getting that vibe, right? Oh no, not at all. No, no, not happening. All right, thank you guys, uh, Araceli. Thank you for the LSC two update. We look forward to hearing uh, the full setup from the, from the match in Lawrence. Should be interesting seeing on both sides. Yes, ma'am. Before you go into the reactions, I actually got an update for our under seventeens too. Oh yes, they've oh, been playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been playing in the generations cup. So is the under fifteens. Unfortunately, under fifteens didn't make it out of the group stages, but the under seventeens are actually one win away from the final. They made it out of the group stages. They beat in the knockouts. They beat SKC one uh, nil. They beat uh, Brazilian side Flamingos under 17s 3-1 in penalty shootouts after a 1-1 draw. And Saturday at, f- I'm going to say 5 p.m. Eastern time, I'm going to say, because it's hard to f- find out what the <laughs> time zone is for it. They're actually playing Philadelphia Union. They win that. They'll play the winner of Colorado, oh, sorry, Columbus and FC Dallas in the final. So that's for the generation's out of the Adidas Generations Cup. So, and who did Philly knock out to get there? Palmeiras. Yeah, it, it, interesting to see our young kids. Doesn't matter what team getting results where it's not expected, but now it kind of is. You know, they they're leveling things, and it's beautiful to see. League wide, league wide, it's great to see. Um, good news for the league. Good news for us overall. Definitely happy to see this. All right, let's throw it over there. Let's get reactions from you guys. Comments, confessions, I don't care what it is. Tell us how it is. Get us ready for the game this weekend. If you got questions, we got answers. Let's have fun with this thing. Let's see who's got the early, early comments here. I'm going all the way to the top. First was, it's Jibble in the mix. There he is. Um, Daniel Angel says, Jason Ariano, hope you get a – uh, get a win for your birthday. That's right. Happy birthday to the one and only Jason Ariano. The whole reason why we have a vinyl club minute, people. Straight up. Uh, good stuff, man. Happy birthday, sir. Uh, we've got Perks on here giving some love to uh, to Jason. He says Calabunga is a sight to see. There we go. For Bulanga. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, defenders, what's up, fam? Good seeing defenders on here. Scarf, well done, Road Warrior. First Costa Rica, now Vancouver. Good stuff. We love to see it, man. 
Uh, well done. Daniel on hell. Happy early birthday to Araceli. Hey, there we go. Defenders also giving the happy birthday wishes. And David Day's got the thumbs up. Thank you, man. By the way, congrats to your Clippers, dude. That was that was pretty darn impressive, I must say. Uh, Wolf is on here. Says good evening from Wolf. El Trafico Radio. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, it's all right. That's okay today. We, I know okay. who it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all good. It's Mike. Yep. Uh, we've got uh, Big Boop Bwonga from David Day. Love it, man. That was like a video game goal. I'm sorry, but that's just, it's too pretty. Too pretty. Dave Gomez giving love to Araceli. Now there's one for, hey, Tony, you want to give that a shot? I want to go with a, a Dutch translation, sir, for this. Obviously. It's oh, it's hat. Dutch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that's Dave, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> 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 uh, I almost want to try in Spanish. Is that the best way to say it? But gif. Uh, that's as far as I'm going to say gif. gif in, in all fairness, scared, my brain went straight to Spanish too. And I saw gif yeah, that's it. Tough. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. But hey, Dave, thank you, man. Thank that's you, awesome, man. sir. Yeah, I still appreciate now. it. I'm going to learn right. that. I'm going to learn that so I can say it. And next time, if it ever comes up, I can say it. Tony has homework. <laughs> Smalls giving happy birthday wishes. Love it. Uh, the long save he was featuring as well. The periscope foot. Yes. Beautiful. Uh, Daniel on hell. Aaron Long's kick save. That can't be taught. You must be born with it. Football heritage. Right? Um, <laughs> Miguel Campos should have paid Chicho. You know, could you imagine having him out there too? Um, we could. We won a cup. Right? Yeah. Um, let's see. Daniel Unhill says, Joseph, I don't blame you for not wanting to make predictions. Leave the <laughs> prophesizing to uh, Scar Scarf Tradamus, defenders of the bank. Here's the deal. I will always talk about opportunities. I'll predict opportunities, right? Chances. I'm not going to predict goals, man. This sport has always found a way to break my heart. When I first think I have complete control over what it does, it will always find a way to break your heart. That's football. No one's an expert. There is no such thing as experts. We get trends. We understand these sorts of things. We see the run of play. But when you think you figured out football, trust me, it hits you right in the face. That's football. That's fine. We have our euphoria, but let's be honest, only one team is happy at the end of the year every year. That's football life. Right? Not a depressing vibe. Just that's sport. That's sport. Uh, Carlos C. Buonga with nasty Cruyff turn. Yeah, it was a Cruyff turn, wasn't it? Um, haven't seen that in a while. Dude, getting away with it is even a bigger deal. How did he not get taken down on that? I don't know. But you're right. You're right. He did <laughs> He did just that. Uh, Daniel Angel. Uh, Steve put the FIFA sliders into very defensive, but Mario said, nah, it's defenders want to go too. I, dude, I like it, man. Dunk on him. That's cool. That's what that was. That was pure confidence. And talk about Murray and confidence, man. This guy, his approach to the game, you could see in his eyes. It's it, he's different now. He's got the veteran vibe, the leader's vibe. It's it's really good to see the way he's carrying himself um, and taking ownership of the back line. He's the go-to. It's beautiful to see. Uh, Dave Gomez, Wanga will win Golden Boot. It's worth saying again. 
Definitely. Uh, he's got it. I, you know, got to keep going, of course, got to stay healthy, but man, um, he's making, he's, he's doing it from the start. Uh, Daniel on hell, Los Gross. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was talking about. Um, let's see. David Day sounds like MLS next pro is scoring draws, PKs and leagues cup. Uh, like leagues cup will do one for draw winning gives you a second point. Uh, so we do have to deal with leagues cup. I don't even think about league. I'll be honest with you. I don't even think about leagues cup. It's just a thing we have to do in August. It's a task. That's how I see that tournament. Nothing more than that. It's a distraction from our, our, our main mission. Okay. Our like four main missions, but still, uh, it's a distraction for a month. That's what that is to me. Uh, Mark Lopez, better form CCL Denny or 2019 Vela. I mean, dude, um, it's a small like sample. Let's be honest. If he does this to a Liga Mekis side, your argument is valid. I would say, okay, if he if he smokes Atlas or one of these other sides, goes we get face Leon somehow, and and you know does what he's doing. Yeah, okay. But right now, if, more work to do. Yes, ma'am. If he keeps have scoring two, three goals every away game into the final and us winning it, it's him for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's early now. It's early at this point. I will say this. If I was ever a player at this side, an impact player, I would definitely wear the number 99. There is something magical about the 99 with this team. If if you're the next person to wear the 99 for LAFC, you have to go ask both those players permission to wear that number. I'm sorry. Those two players. Payment made. Something, right? Well, no, 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 that though. It's a, you need permission from those players because you've got to score goals, plain and simple. Yeah. You don't score goals, you lose a number. Oh, and they're pretty goals too. Not just a simple tap in. No, it's it's got to be pretty too. They got to be bangers against big teams. That's what we do. That's what we do with the 99. It's very special. It is. Love it. To all the 99s, we love you guys. You've <laughs> Forever and ever. All right. Oh, here we go. Dave is giving us the phonetic translation, and we're going to give Tony a chance. Tony? Felicitit. Hey! There you go. I, that's what I've been doing the whole time. I was like, I went into to see how it sounded like, and that's why if you saw me in the camera, I was like literally repeating it over and over and over and over and over. So I couldn't answer. If you guys asked me a question, I would have like walked away. Um, Dennis Buanga, Vela, I don't want any of those Velas. I just want consistency throughout. Yes, we can have those players, but I just want consistency throughout the whole thing. Say that a little bit fast. Say it again, Tony. Well said. Well said. Love it. Thank you, Dave. You're the man. Good stuff, man. Um, I'll say this about 2019 Vela versus 2022 Vela. Uh, 2022 Vela and the way he approached the game got us a championship. Food for thought. Um, if he didn't play the way he played last year and adjusted his approach to the game with the talent that we have around him, we don't get where we go. Uh, so, yes, the all versions of Vela, we're just happy that he's with us and he loves being here. We are blessed. That's for sure. All right, guys, thank you for the comments. Keep them up. We're going to hit you guys towards the end of the show as well. So do not hold back. Have fun with this thing. Um, stump us if you can. It's all good with me. I dig it. I totally dig it. Um, all right. So you know what that means. 
it's time for community news. What do we got, Tony? Um, pretty much everyone's having a tailgate this weekend because it's Easter weekend. Um, so watch out for the Easter Bunny because 3252 with hosted by Cuervos. And they are the one hosting it because they always host it every the last two years that I remember they've been hosting it for a while. They are doing an Easter Bunny egg hunt and so special special prizes. It starts this Saturday, April eighth, eleven thirty a.m. And let's have some fun. You know, it's going to be Easter weekend. You know, bring the family along. Um, last time I believe we were there, Arcelli met the Easter Bunny and was chilling with him in the North End. <laughs> So we might get another surprise like that moving forward. You mean the high desert Easter bunny? I dig the high desert Easter bunny. A year later, and I still remember it like if it happened yesterday. I mean, it's almost as traumatic as those weird commercials with the rabbits throwing people in holes. You seen those? They're in the Super Bowl. That bunny definitely gives off the vibe. I'm just saying. I love the I love the bunny, but the bunny has a vibe. That's for sure, right, Tony? Oh, 100%. The bunny has a vibe. Bunnies and rabbits are my thing. Born in the year of the rabbits, so they're always close to my heart. So anytime I see one, I'm, I love them. So. Yeah, I'm going to be taking the kids. That's for sure. We're going early for this one. It's an early game anyway, so it just made perfect sense to have them go check out the Easter egg hunt. We missed it last year. It was super early last time. So definitely we're making out for this one. It should be a lot of fun. Um, everybody in 3252 who's donated to this, you guys are all saints. I'm going to say that now. There's a lot of generous people behind this thing that make it happen. So thank you to all of you that have made it happen. It's really, really cool. I like how this tradition is growing. Keep it up, folks. Doing good. Doing good. Any other community news, uh, Tony? Mm, not community news, but club news. Of course, we've already talked about it. Um, I don't know if we did it on the last boss pod because of um, 3252 and supporter and a supporter um, meetings. Um, Bogus is signed with LAFC. Um, and as Bam showed, he's number 19. So that's all I have for right now. Yeah. Uh, just check, check out the, the Marco Garces uh, interview. Um, hey, and I guess he's got social media now. So check him mm -hmm. out on Instagram. Follow, show some love. The man is a genius. And I'll say that lightly. So also there's one thing I just realized that we need we always I seem to forget and I should not forget, and that is donate to the Mo Fascia Futsal Court. It's still going on. We should have finished this a long time ago. With how many LAFC fans we got, even a dollar, we probably could have done it. So Donate as much as you can, as much as you're willing. I know times are tough, and I know sometimes we don't have a lot to give, but this is for our brother who showed us how to support, how to build the culture. He's one of the first people there to even do all these tailgates, be set up, was one of the first people there. And so let's honor our brother and keep donating as much as we can and much as we can give. So the link is at LAOC.com. Mo, uh, I think Mo uh, Court, if I remember right. Um, no more had, court, yeah. Yeah. And uh, again, had some fun with it on um, my social media. If y'all saw that, if you follow me, sex sells. That's all I got to say. 
<laughs> there's a scarf right there if you do need to purchase the scarf it's right there um dude it's a great scarf thank you to everybody who created that uh they're still out there they're still out there so go for it uh all right so this brings us of course tradition is black and gold vinyl club minutes uh bam do you have a nomination sir or shall i run with mine you gotta run with yours plain and simple you gotta run okay. with yours all right. I kind of gave away what it was going to be at the beginning of the show, but is it somebody from Austin? Nah, forget it. We had too much fun this last ma match, just ripping it up Bwanga style. Um, so I've chosen Steppenwolf. Yeah, right? Steppenwolf. Uh, going with Magic Carpet Ride. Simple as that. Uh, why? Because this is the first time since 2018 that we actually saw some magic on that carpet in Vancouver. Um and thanks to the ride that, that Denny Buanga took us on, we got some magic. Sounds horrible. Sounds corny. But that is what happened. Um, and so the, the song, enjoy it. Love it. It, it. It's just, it's fitting. It's fitting. And I guess the album's called Candy. Uh, if you're looking for that album, I would just say go for the greatest hits because it's Steppenwolf, man. It's, it's good stuff. Enjoy it. I would have gone with a different. I thought that was a different one. I totally didn't realize that was an album. I thought I was thinking something totally different than that. Really? You were thinking Disney? <laughs> oh, Disney. a whole new world <laughs> over here. I mean, it is a whole new world thanks to Denny Huanga. But it's uh, Aladdin. It's one of my favorite movies. So that's I all know. I could think about it. I was like, Aladdin? What? Dang. See, He's young, people. It's okay. He's young. It's all right. The youngster needs a lesson in music. It's okay. It's okay. You know the music anyways. I know you. So <laughs> I mean, technically speaking, I'm younger than Tony, so. <laughs> but did you know who Steppenwolf is? I, I don't. Oh, man. Dang. I knew the song. I didn't know who did it. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean... I'm kind of into the old stuff. It's, it's older than me. I mean, it's not my generation. It's 1968, people. Um, but if you're into classic rock, I mean, that that one's a standard. No, it yeah, it is, it is a standard. And yeah. I do love the 60s. And I do listen to it because of my best friend who got me into 60s rock and like all that stuff. But anytime I just think of Magic Heart, right? I just think of my favorite Disney movie, Aladdin. And yeah. Yeah, we're dealing with a very different magic carpet in this situation. <laughs> I know we are, but <laughs> anywho, moving on. <laughs> but it's a great song. So there you go. There's your choice. All right. So transitioning from the magic carpet ride to broccoli. Man, that's a downer. Uh, that's right. We got to focus on the broccoli. We're moving on to our match against Austin FC. I heard... I had a conversation with somebody today that apparently Falcons really love to shred broccoli. That's what I heard today. I thought it was an interesting take. We might hear more about that next week. Hint, hint. We'll talk about that in a bit. But let's get into the broccoli. They're coming to our house. We're playing an, an odd time, 430 kickoffs. So I guess we're competing against the East Coast. I don't get it, but there we go. Um, early day, we'll take it, especially since we all got Easter to deal with the next day and family to be with the next day. So I guess the time's a pretty good setup. Now, Austin FC, remember last time we played these guys, we thrashed them. We ended their year. Let them go cry. Cry all you want. 
I know they've hurt us in the past in their house, but um, they've got revenge on their minds. That's for sure. Now, thinking of Austin, don't think of them in the old way. They're having a little bit of a funky year so far. It's not as predictable as you would expect. They've had some struggles. Tony, how are they doing, man? Give us the good, the bad, and the ugly for Austin FC. So they are not the Austin of last year. They are more of the Austin of their first year. So <laughs> is the best way to say, it. yes, their top scorers are scoring, but they have tied to Colorado, lost to Houston. Of course, they won to Violetta and then ended up getting the Violetta given the upset and Cinderella story of the year, getting knocked out of Champions League by them. Um, they did have a win against uh, Real Salt Lake, but again, Real Salt Lake is not the greatest, but still grabbing points when you can and trying to do that. But yeah, this is not the same Austin FC that we've seen from last year. The one that overall kid was a strength to continue like to fight us for supporter shield and West and number one overall in the West. So, yeah, I mean, really interesting. They haven't played as many games either. I mean, they we're on the same amount of games played because, of course, they were participating in the CCL, so their schedule was a little bit funky. Um, but, yeah, to see that they've only got, what, one win? I mean, mm -hmm. one win. that's that's it. Um, technically two, well, two, but it's that's, two. yeah, but, technically two with Champions League, but. No, they've, they've got league. two on the schedule. I mean, they do, but. It's been a while, right? I mean, it, it's it's tough. They're they're not looking the way they normally look. They've got some issues at hand. The lineup's been shuffled a bit. Um, yeah, uh, really interesting, interesting vibe. I mean, they've lost the expansion side, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah, T interesting times for them. They definitely need to find themselves. Um, the one benefit they do have is they're facing us with rest. <laughs> Yeah, they had a week off, and we 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 don't take weeks off. So there it is. So they, they do have a rested side. They're two one and two, negative one goal differential. Um, issues all over the place for this side. That is for certain. Any other facts you want to throw at us, Tony, before we talk about lineups and what we should expect from these guys? Mm, Austin has already dropped five points on goals scored in the final fifteen minutes of of their matches this season. So they have. The best way to, for our for our supporters, our our listeners to understand is, our season before we won the championship, where we were dropping points in the last minutes. That's what they're doing too. Season one, same thing. So if you want to understand how they're doing, just go back to those seasons, and you'll understand what they're going through at the moment. It it's really really strange. Of course, that plays right into our hand. We our xg in the final fifteen minutes is plus one point nine one. So we're a team that rises towards the end, and they're a team that flattens towards the end. Could we see a repeat of the Vancouver match all over again, where it's it's tight early and then it opens up at the end? It kind of has the vibe, right? Uh, that this could be what's happening to them. Should be interesting. Um, also, you know, home cooking is good for us. 14 of the last 16 home MLS matches. Yeah, us winning, right? We, we just, we have the, we have the momentum here at home. It's what we do. It is our fortress. So looking at the team, seeing where they're at, who are the top dogs right now, Tony? The ones that you automatically think of when you think about Austin, Ducey, and um, 
Gallagher. I think I I think I want to say Gallagher or whoever he is, which mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they're their top scorers. And then after that, everyone's been silent, like radio silence, no goals. They have been producing, but they're not pushing the way of the old Austin moving as going forward. You know what I mean? But they may show up because as they think that it is, this is a rivalry match. And it's, and again, if this rivalry is a rivalry match, it's only picked up since last year because they did in regular season beat us both games, one at home and one in from away. It's really odd. I mean, who would have thought that Diego Fagundes, who traditionally always is a troublemaker for us, has no goals on the year so far? That's pretty wild for him. Like, that's not normal. And then his assists, he's got one. In fact, they've got, what, seven or eight guys tied for the top assist, man, with one. So mm-hmm. nobody's really taking the playmaker role with this team that you normally tend to see. Very, very odd situation for them. Um, it is good to see Owen Wolf, coach's kid, um, on their end, he is producing already. That's pretty good news on their end. Yeah, yes, he had man. the game-winning goal, if I remember right. Like, I remember the whole interview, and it was a big shebang mm-hmm. bang about it. No, it, it's a big deal. It definitely is. Yeah, bam. Yeah. And the only reason why he didn't play in the in their last game was he was with the U.S. under-20s. Yeah. Where he actually ended up um, playing a full 90 in the game against the England under-20 in having the two assists in that game. Oh, sorry, one assist and one goal in that game in the 4-2 loss. So I'm, I'm going to hate to say it. He's, he's someone we, we will have to watch out for. Mm-hmm. But for him to get better, he has to leave Austin. I agree. I agree. Unless you got, you know... Jordan Morris vibes and he's got a he's got a pet that he just can't let go of. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, he is the future and the future is the present. I mean, that's what you can say for for Owen Wolf. Um, and yes, we definitely need to be careful with him, with Drusy, with the, with the usual suspects. Again, I think there's a certain Austin FC and then there's an Austin FC facing LAFC, and there is a step up. There's definitely a step up. There's definitely little brother vibes. Um, you see the way the supporters operate. You see the way the stadium operates. You see the way they approach the games. I mean, there's so many parallels that this team has where they're trying their best to do what we do. Um, they know the model works, and then they're kind of giving it their own little vibe too. So this is what they aspire to be, us. So who do you got to take down? Us. And uh, I would expect them to definitely step up. Now, Bam, do they have anybody missing from this match? Uh, they do. They've got one uh, listed as injured. So that's actually Casante, uh, who's out with a left abductor. So that hasn't been updated since their last game. So seeing he was out that game, he might be questionable, but I'm going to say he'll still be out. Okay. So there's a chance that he doesn't get to get to play on that. Okay. Now, looking at the lineup, seeing who they field, um, it's going to be a mix. I think the two games you might want to look at is their 1-1 against Colorado and probably their 2-0 defeat against Houston. Line is going to be somewhere in between those two. Um, in the case of the 3-4, in case of the match for Colorado, they actually played a, a 3-4-3, which is a little different in truth. I mean, your outside men's were kind of your backs at times with that lineup as well. It was a 1-1. They gave one up to Kevin Cabral late in the game, but in truth, Austin Austin should have lost that game. Real talk. 
Um, Colorado should have taken that one. Um, it was a really good game for them. Now, who they have in the lineup? They had Stuver and goal, Ring, Lima, and Kolmanich in the back. You had Pereira and Valencia anchoring the middle with, with Gallagher and Finley on the outsides. That's what you had. Up top, you had Zardes as your target man with uh, Rigoni and Drusi. Real interesting lineup. Who came in later? Your, your usual suspects. Fagundes came in. Will Bruin came in. Adam Lundvist came in for, for Finley. Um, what you'd expect, Kolmanich got replaced by Redis. We know these names. They're very common to them. They really do know where they are, are, are at with their roster, um, almost to the point of being a little bit predictable. But, yeah, this is the talent they have on hand. Now, the 2-0 defeat to, to uh, Houston in Houston. This In this case, it was a late-game meltdown. 71st minute, they gave up a penalty. Uh, 86th minute, a goal. Uh, in that match, they played a 4-2-3-1. I'm getting vibes that that might be what we're going to see. We're ringing uh, Vaisanen were your center backs. Gallagher was on the right. Kolmanich was on the left. Big surprise. Valencia Pereira were your, your defensive midfielders, where Drusi was your playmaker. Ragoni on the right. Fagundes on the left with Uruti up top. As you can see, there is a little bit of shuffling going on. But, yes, the main suspects that we say, whether starting or subbing in eventually, not a real a real surprise to who you see. Now, in this case, Zardes would come in, Finley would come in, uh, Lundqvist and Wolf. Again, these are your guys. That's who comes in eventually for them. Um, really tough to see it. Um, I personally have a feeling that you're going to play the 4-2-3-1 against us and try to counter on us on this game. Again, they've had the rest. They can, they can absorb an impact continually and they don't want to get caught late against us um so that's where i think it's going to be is you're going to try to clog things out uh bam i look to you sir where do you think they're going to approach this um i agree they're going to play with the four two three one they're going to clog up the middle as they always do and try and get us on the break um i think they're going to go with more of the starting lineup they played in their two one win against salt lake that's what they're going to go with so Go for it. So for, for, it. for that, it was obviously Stuber in goal, Gallagher, Ring, Vallison, and Colmanic mm-hmm. in defense, Wolf, Pereira in the mid, Rigoni, Drusi, Finlay, and Zardes up top. So that's what I think they'll be more going with. I think that's going to be one of their strongest options to begin with. They might have Zardes start on the bench and start with um, Uriti, but I think Zardes has been the better for him this year. The two guys that traditionally hurt us, they, that always burn us, is Aruti and Fagundes. When I see those guys in the field, I get a little bit, you know, careful with things. Um, they have a way. I don't know why. They just have our number in a way. Um, we'll, we'll see what they field, but it, it is interesting to see the shuffle. That's for sure. But, yeah, I'd be I'd be a little bit more cautious on this. Aristotle, if you had a good chance to watch what they've been up to, I know it's been a struggle for them. I haven't had a, a solid chance to really watch any past uh, matches with them, but I do agree that it they haven't been performing the like we're used to. This season in general, it seems there's a lot of teams kind of performing. I, I don't want to say out of sync, but like a good example, FC Cincinnati is at the top of the East right now. Who would have thought? But regardless, looking at Austin – no, I, I definitely agree with everything that you guys are saying in terms of what the formation could look like, the the players, the quality. 
But it's as I've always said in the past with any matches, even on paper, it, if it looks like we still have a good chance, I'm still very cautious about it because the reality is anything can really happen. It's a similar situation with the Rapids. You know, we saw that, um, oh goodness, why is his name escaping my head? <laughs> that one player that that's out for the rest of the season. Oh, Price? Then, hmm? Price? Price, yes, right. Thank you. Um, you know, seeing that he was out, but still, we we all saw how LAFC performed in Colorado. So, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be an interesting match. And I hate to say that almost every week, but that's the reality of it. I mean, we're the top dogs. We are. We're the defending champions, and we're still looking the part. We're the team they all have to take down. Every match is going to have a finals vibe for whoever we play because we're the guy you need to take down. Um, you get no easy games when you're the top seed. We'll eventually be in first place, right? We know this. Um, so, yes, we're the ones on short rest. This is an opening for them. They're going to come at us hard. They have to look at us and go, well, we got to catch these guys on the break. We got to catch them on transition. There's going to be tired legs out there. We got to catch them. That's what we're going to expect from these guys. I wouldn't see it any other way. Um, our outside backs are going to have a workout. Expect changes in both of those. Um, as the games progress, because it's going to be hard on those guys. It's going to be a hard ask and transition for this team. Um, that I think the bigger question in this game is going to be what we're going to do more than what they're going to do. We know what to expect from them. We've seen it every time. They have burned us really bad in the past. But I will say the time that they did beat us really bad, um, we fielded Vela and Bale at the same time, I think, right? And And – it just there was no pressing in the game, and there were some real deficiencies in that match as to why we ran into trouble. We don't play that that not with the roster that we have. It's a little different these days. So uh, it comes to us, of course, looking at who we have and who's scoring and who's not. Of course, Boanga's on the top side, both goals and assists. You've got Vela showing up on the assist. You got Tillman producing, Nat Wild, um, Apoku's finally on the board. Uh, Sifuentes, who's got a couple assists, it could be his game where he plays. He knows these guys. Don't be surprised by it. Um, but, yes, things are spread around with this team. It's good to see. It's just what's next, you know, what's next. So, Tony, looking at the runner form of us, again, we have these big moments. We have this big win. Grand scheme of things, though, last five games, I mean, we have had those moments where it looks like we've had those tired minutes, right? Mm, correct. Like I said, we're, we are running – a very tight schedule with games back to back, especially running deep in Champions League. So, as much as I don't want to say it, we're eventually there's going to be opp- if there's the opportunity to drop points, this is the proper opportunity to do it. You know what I mean? The reason I say this is look what happened last year. Austin beat us both at home, and where that ended up, us beating us them in the finals, winning the champion, winning the cup. So. As much as I rather, I rather out of all the games to drop, maybe this is the one to drop. Yes, it is against Austin. I don't like Austin in general because they'll use that to be like, we're the better team, yada, 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 all this stuff. But again, head to head where we have four wins, they have two, two, and they have two wins. And that was last year. We've had their number the whole time. They are not the same Austin FC. And moving forward, We'll see. Like I said, we still have to worry about Vancouver. I know we're looking ahead, but we have Vancouver Tuesday, and then we have another game. 
next Saturday, which is, uh, like I said, there's a huge schedule that I need to go because then, hold on, excuse me, Sunday, Easter, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. Oh, no, Saturday, apology, Sunday. Yeah. Oh, no, Saturday, Sunday, which is the Derby. So, which one do you want to drop? Austin or the Derby? Um, I'm just like I just like that we have depth that we can actually handle both. Mm-hmm. I'm happy the game is on Sunday, and we'll talk about it as we progress in the week. But it's nice that it's a Sunday match, so it gives a couple more days to at least one more extra day to rest. Um, but yeah, we won't talk too much about those guys because they're not on the wheelhouse yet. They don't have to be. We don't have to worry about them. We have the luxury of not worrying about them. They can worry about about us for this whole week, and like, that's their big lead up, you know. Um, we got bigger fish to fry different evolution right we we've we've moved on to something else um they they haven't so we have austin we got to handle austin we got vancouver but you got to take things 90 minutes at a time you can't care about what's going to happen in the next one it's got to be this one you got to get your points early we know this we are on pace to do that this is the one to focus on so bam do we have anybody missing from the roster for this one um obviously max is out but it looks like a lot more of our players will be coming back that we were questionable last game. So to me, all I can find is max out. Max out, which is a nice feeling to have, right? We have the weapons. We've got the weapons. Some are a little bit tired from a busy schedule, but we definitely have have the tools to do this. Now, I bring it to you guys, and I'll have you guys throw this out there first. Araceli, to me, the big question is backline. Who's in? Who's out? We know McCarthy's the starter. I mean, dude, he's looking like the full-time starter. Even when Max comes back, he's looking the part, right? Um, it's great to see him step up. It really is. But who are we going to field on the back line? Who's our center backs? Who would you go with for this match? That's a very good question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's absolutely no doubt, you know, with McCarthy and goal. But in terms of the, like center backs, I would like to see the Kaylady Mario pairing again. I got the vibe. I'm kind of with you on that one. Uh, Tony's shaking his head. Who do you think we're going to see as a center back pairing for this one? It, I would say Kalini, if you want to go with that. Mm-hmm. I would not do Mario. I would do, honestly, um, Maldado and just put him out oh, there. Mald- yes. Maldonado? Maldonado, sorry, apologies. Because, again, we have to talk about this. Someone is one away from missing a game. Maria. Oh, he didn't get the job done against, no. against Colorado. That's true. No. So, true. yes, Mario is is a good defensive pairing with Chiellini or Long or anybody else. But I know we shouldn't look ahead, but this time we have to look ahead. He's one yellow card, one dumb mistake like he always does. And Dwayne, hey, what's up? Not by the MLS website. He's not going by what was updated at 10:47 a.m. today. Um, there's only two people on card communication warnings, and that's Copetti from um, CLT and Pellegrini from New York City. Is it because we got he got a game in without a yellow card? I don't know, but going by the list, he's not on the on the warning. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, this is MLS, and MLS does MLS things. 
we've had issues with this before where the suspensions don't make any sense. And again, it should have been suspended with us. Wasn't suspended. So welcome to the world that is. Now, with that being said, what are the chances? Say Marie doesn't play because you don't want to risk the yellow card. How do you guys feel about a long Chiellini partnership for this match, specifically this match? Bam. I wouldn't be against it. Look, I think we can all agree Chiellini starting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. He, he didn't play Vancouver because Vancouver is Vancouver. Chiellini starting, plain and simple. I I think he works well with Murillo. But mm-hmm. he needs to get that connection with Long. So for that, I can see Long starting. Yeah. I mean, if Mario's not on the point situation, then he plays, right? If there's not a risk of that. Um, but if there is, he's not playing. No way. No way. I, I, be, I would be really surprised. I would. Um, all right. Let's go to your outside defenders. Uh, Tony, is it going to be Palacios and Hollingshead? Or are we going to see... Uh, uh, a Valencia situation. What What are you thinking? What are outside backs going to look like? Uh, Palacio and Hollingshead. I don't right see that. Yeah, I don't see them changing at all. I mean, Sergi Palencia has been flying. So the guy needs minutes too. Um, didn't get the start this last match against Vancouver. Could there be something there? I don't know. Aristotle, what do you think? I agree with that. I would like to see Palencia get some more minutes. Yeah, I mean, it would be good to see. And Palacios Hollingshead splitting time might be something that we'll see um, on that side. I would not be surprised at all by that. Bam, you're predicting it pretty much the classic, right? Palacios Hollingshead. Yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, maybe see um, Palencia. Right. Just because right. Palacios has had two games back to back quite soon, but. It, Starting up, you just got to be Hollingshead Palacios. Yeah, that's our go-to. Midfield, of course, because the big questions, right? Sanchez has been a, a workhorse for us, which is risky, right? Um, he's the guy, right? He's the guy in the middle. He orchestrates things. It's been a Costa and Tillman as of late. But again, you have Sifuentes waiting in the wings. You have this new kid from Poland waiting in the wings. Uh Tough three, bam. I'm going to go to you first in this. Who do you see as our three midfielders? Midfielders, I'm going to go Ilya, Sifu, Acosta. Tillman, Til- Tillman gets a... Til- okay. Tillman get, gets a, a deserved um, rest. It's not like he won't play, though. I mean, we're just no, deciding it- how many minutes he's going to play, really. Yeah, I, I can see Tillman coming in for Sifu and new guy coming in for Acosta. I mean, do you see Sanchez going a full 90 again? He's been playing a lot. He he has been, but I think he's just too too needed in the mid. He's general he's a general in the mid. He's calms it down, he sees it. And I don't see who could replace him in the mid. Well, I mean, the natural replacements could be Acosta or Tillman. Both can play that role. Do we have a lot of experience seeing them in that role? No, we don't. But they've both played that role before and done it well for their other sides. So, 
yeah, really interesting to see it. Um, Araceli, do you think Sanchez gets a rest or we're just we're running the man out there? I would give him the rest personally. Um, he has been, yes, I understand that he gives us that consistency, which we do need in games like this. But similar to how Tony was kind of saying earlier, obviously we don't want to drop points. But if we want to take any type of risk, I would say rest uh, Ilya on the basis that he has been playing a lot uh, or a lot of minutes as of late. But in terms of who could be his replacement, that is a good question. I would probably see like Acosta, Tillman, and I'm just going to throw this out there. The new guy, the, um, I was going to say bogus. I know it's not bogus. bogus. <laughs> I will learn his name eventually. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Uh, Tony, your thoughts, your, who's your three? Um, true. Uh, tried and true. Uh, Ilya Acosta and, oh, sorry. Not tried and true. Tillman. Cause now he's tried and true because oh, wow. Sifu. I'm I'm sorry, Sifu. Sifu lost his his job. He that's what happens sometimes when you go on international break. A player can just go into form, and you can lose your um, your spot. Uh, sorry if I'm like a little outside. I'm just trying to read the 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 suspension on yellow cards, and it's a very it's confusing. Yeah. It's confusing. So in other words, I, I, break it down is if you have five consecutive matches on good behavior with no yellow cards, you can get a yellow card removed. And that could be in any yeah. games. I, I, I think what got us confused was that um really got a yellow card in the first Champions League game. That doesn't apply. So no. Okay. So we're good. We're good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there. I think Ilya sits. Or if he doesn't, he's not gonna play more than 60 minutes. Um Honestly, I, I would like I I'm okay if it's a Tillman Acosta Sifuentes setup. Neither Tillman or Acosta plays it deep this time. They both can. They're both more than capable of it. Um, but I do think that they really, really, really like Tillman moving up high. He's been really good at pressing. Um, and you don't want to lose that. So I, I would not be surprised if Sanchez gets the rest. I mean, we've been working this guy really hard, and at some point you're tempting fate. Seriously tempting fate. So uh, don't be surprised if he's the guy that gets to breathe. Up top, I think it's pretty straightforward. I'll throw it out there. It's going to be your Vela Buanga Poku setup. I, I, you know, if, if, if Butte goes in, cool. But it just seems like that seems to be the go-to favorite for, for Dolo right now. I don't see it any other way. Um, Araceli, your thoughts on the top line? I see it, you know, being straightforward as well with Vela Buanga and a Poku, but kind of going back to, you know, similar thinking with Ilya, if we sit him or not, I, hot take maybe, I would see Bawanga possibly sitting, if not playing at least half or 60 minutes. I think this dude willing to go 13 hours of travel just to get a few minutes in the game. It's just, he, he he's one of these guys that just can't stop. Um, he, he just, I think he'd be angry if he didn't play. He's a team player, but at the end of the day, I think it would it would burn him because he wants to get these guys. I no. I get that's what I get from him. But oh, I agree. I, I definitely get that same feeling from him as well. But it's almost, you know, um, how how much do you want to push him? 
this early in the season. So hot hand, man. It's a hot hand. You don't want to mess that. There's a vibe going on. You don't want to mess that up. Definitely not. Um, I'll go to you, Bam. Thoughts on the top side? Uh, Bwonga, Opoku, Buick. Ooh, Vela gets a rest. Vela gets rest. Hmm. Okay. It makes sense. I mean, <laughs> dude looks a little bit tired right now. Real talk. Um, there's fatigue. You could tell he's still playing well, but there's, there, you, yeah. yeah, there's something. Well, there. well you, you, you look at it. He played 90 minutes against Vancouver, mm-hmm. 74 against Colorado, 90 against Dallas, 66 against Seattle, 90 against Alan Wanze, 25 against New England, 68 versus Alan Wanze. So he's played a few, few minutes this season already. So him taking sitting on the bench. Rotation has to happen. We know this is too many games. Rotation has to happen. It makes sense. It does. Tony, thoughts? Um, I start Bella just because he's the captain and he goes down with the ship. If anything, he may rest against Vancouver just because of the 3-0 lead. Um, Buanga, of course, and Opoku starts, but very thin ice. Again, with his past performances, yes, he did get a goal, and I'm not discrediting him that that he's there and stuff like that but he's still i'm sorry to say i have to be hard on him because i love the dude and that's the only reason i'm hard on people is he's still not a half step behind things yes he was there for the goal for that one but if you watch the vancouver game again same thing maybe half a step uh too many touches he's overthinking and i think the pressure of buick being there is maybe messing with him because he's never had to deal with it because he's he used to be the person to have to replace somebody. Now it's on the opposite foot. Now he's the main starter where everyone expects him to start. And now you have this youngin who can replace him. And I don't think he's ever felt that now. Again, if he wants to move to Europe, which again, that's the goal for all youngins to send him up to Europe or a bigger league. This is what they go through day in and day out. And Lucky for him, this is the MLS, and we give more leeway so you have more time to grow. But once you get into those bigger clubs, if sometimes if you don't show up your first minute, you may as well go back to reserves or back to the league you came from because they only get up one opportunity, and that's it. And this thing, this team is all about competition. So there it is. So Tony's like, throw them out there, top dogs, let's go. We'll see what see what comes out of this. Um, what I do know is expect to be surprised. I think that, <laughs> that's what we can say. Um, Dolo's never hesitated from shifting players and taking shot, taking chances. This is what he does. So we'll see where it goes. All right, I'm going to throw it out to you guys, out to the faithful. Let's get your final comments on this before we call this a night. Let me see here. We've got all the way up here, all the way up here. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, I see Ox on here. Giving happy birthday wishes to Araceli. May God continue to bless you with many more years. All love, Ox. There we go. Straight out of Wichita. Love you, man. Uh, D. Velez, question for us. If we pass the semis, who would you guys want to face? Philadelphia or Atlas? The tourist in me says Atlas. But... Let's be honest, man. Traveling down there is going to be tough. 
I would rather play an MLS side anytime. You say any MLS team, random MLS team for, for any Liga Mekis team, who I want to play MLS team. I don't care if they have revenge on their minds. I do not care. Philadelphia ain't that threatening in terms of environment. But Guadalajara, oh, yeah, that's going to be a tough one. Fireworks probably hitting all night, noise going, different vibes, different world, much more intense. I'll take a nice trip to Philly. I'm telling you, as a football side. But a tourist side? Yeah, man, I want to see the madness that is Atlas. I know. It'll be tough. We'll see. We'll see. Anybody else want to throw in on that, Tony? I want Atlas. Beat the Mexican team. I I want. I don't want. Oh, you didn't. This time you didn't have to face a Mexican side until the final. No, give me the hardest team. Give me the hardest road. So when we do win, there's no. Oh well, you never played this team or you didn't play this team. No. Like I said, a chip. A chip is a chip, and at the end of the day, I rather go the hard way. Beat the teams that we need to beat. So there's no question. Yes, would I love to play Philly and get rev- and then try to bounce them out again out of another tournament? Hundred <laughs> percent. But I don't want them saying anything to discredit the championship because there are going to be people saying, "Well, you only had to face one Mexican team this time instead of all the whole way." No, give me Atlas. There it is. Yes, ma'am. I'll take whoever whoever w- wins that game. I'm sorry, it's a. We might not play any Mexican teams. Well, whose fault is that? Mexican teams' fault. Should be yeah. better. To go yeah. to the next stage, you've got to be the best. If you're not the best, sorry, you're out of the tournament. So either or, I'm, I'm not too fast. Um, look, play the game, win the game, move on. Yeah, you don't need to think beyond us, right? I mean, that, that's really – do our best. Do our best, move on. Let CONCACAF sort them out. It's fine. It's fine. Good stuff. Well said. Uh, let's see. Uh, Velez also says all these struggling teams always play good against LAFC. They know if they beat us, that would be a boost of confidence to get back on track. Will be a tough game, but I see us winning 2 0. Um, I mean, the run is the run, right? Um, home, home, sweet home. Let's hope it plays itself out for sure. Uh, Danny on hell, which one, which one of your starting midfielders ring is playing defense is not a good look. Right. It takes a lot out of the lineup having him drop low, doesn't it? Definitely. Definitely. But it's necessity. That's where they're at right now. Definitely. Uh, Daniel says, my ideal subs are Buke in for Vela after half and Sifu in for Sanchez and Long in for Chiellini. 60-65 minute mark. Yeah, I mean, if they're starting that any of the starters, you, you'd have to look at rotation. Rotation has to be done in this one. Dave says, uh, this is where our depth, especially in midfield, starts to really count. Agreed? 100% agreed. Uh, Jose Bernal, there's Jose. He says, we are LAFC. Uh, he's calling for a tie game at home against the Broccoli for the sake of destroying uh, Carson down the line. feels so far away still. It does. Look, it I, does. Look, I, I, vibe. At the moment, because we're in the CCL and we've got a lot of games at the moment. I'll happily take a point this this weekend, to be honest. Keep, keep our undefeated, take a point, focus on moving on in the next round of the CCL. You know, I'd rather get at least a point than no points at all. No, yeah, I don't want to lose. Definitely don't want to lose that kind of, no, definitely not. 
Uh, Velez says Ilya will play and rest against Vancouver. I expect that too, but ah, man, I just don't want to risk the guy at this point. Mark Lopez, let's ruin Philly's revenge and take our revenge against Tigres. I could take that too. Um, been to Philly before. It's a beautiful place to visit. Even at this time of year, you're all going to have fun if you get to go. But yeah, Tigres seems to be the collision course. I think they're going to make their run to the final. I don't, I don't have any doubt about that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the Ginyak show versus us would be a pretty entertaining situation. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Daniel Angel Celso from uh, Voices of Black Gold said he wants Philly because it would make it one from Central America, one from Canada, one from USA, one from Mexico, a true continental champion. It's the, it's the CONCACAF buffet. I see. I see. The buffet treatment. There you go. Dig it. Uh, Mark Lopez, start the young boys on Saturday. Let them get their legs under them. Yeah, he's looking for rotation, right? I can see it for sure. Uh, Ox, doesn't matter who we face as long as we win. That's the thing. Play within us. It's us. We have to get the job done at the end of the day. It's that simple. Who cares what the other kid is on the other side? Play our game. We win. Do what we do. We get through. It does not matter. Good thinking, Ox. Dig it. All right. Looks like our comments are set. Thank you guys again for contributing and giving your two cents. We love every bit of it. That's what the show is made of. That's what it's come from. Um, that's what it, we intended for it to always be is, is, is you guys from the heart every time from the gallery. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. All right. So looks like we're getting towards the end here, guys. First and foremost, thank you, everybody. Uh, but it is definitely time for final thoughts. I'm going to throw it to Tony first. Final thoughts, sir. Um, final thoughts of the day is happy Easter. Um, enjoy the time with your your loved ones. Enjoy those moments because you never know when you might, you might not get another. So have fun in the game. Be there early if you have kiddos so they can enjoy the Easter Bunny and the Easter celebration that Cuervos and all of 3252 have set up for you guys, as well as, um, you know, Lent's almost over, so whatever you gave up, you can probably start doing again. Um, up in the air, if I will, so we'll see. I've been liking this new, new look of me going through. Maybe I'll still have occasional, but less. And, of course... Um, I'll let Bam say what we need to say moving forward. Go for it, Bam. Um, yep. Uh, just remember, guys, it's okay to not be okay. Um, you know, mental health is a major, major issue. I've been going through some myself. We've all been through some sort of that way as well. If you do need help, you know, especially in LA, in the LA area, you can call the uh, Los Angeles County Department of Mental Health Helpline, which is 800-854-7771. Or if you don't want to talk to someone, you, you can text them. Text, seven, t- uh, text is 741-741, and they'll contact you with a trained counselor. So that way you can get free crisis support over text. Mental health is a major, major issue, guys, no matter where in the world. So look out for each other. A phone call can save a, can save a life. That's the biggest thing. And one other thing I'd like to do is give a shout out to a former LAFC player of ours, um, a Twester, who unfortunately had to go through surgery recently because he had a complete tear of his cruciate ligament in his right knee. So he'll be out for an indefinite period of time. So if our Twester's guys send him messages and say, 
get better soon because he was a cornerstone for our club. He did a lot for our club. And having someone of his age to complete Terry's Christian ligament is a rough injury, but he, he'll be back soon, hopefully. He got us this close to a Champions League win. I mean, really, that important that year for us. So, um, yeah, send your love his way. He needs it, guys. He definitely needs it. Thank you, Bam, for, for, for saying that. And, yes, uh, definitely reach out, right? We have a lot of open ears here. <laughs> We're all willing to listen. We're all willing to help. Um, don't hesitate, for sure, for sure. Uh, Araceli, final thoughts. Um, another home match. Same as always, got to pull out the soapbox for a quick second just to simply say, you know, for everyone to stay safe, be smart, um, you know, don't drink and drive, always have a backup plan of regardless of what the original plan may be. But other than that, happy early Easter. And thank you to everyone who gave me some early birthday wishes today. That was very sweet of you guys. I'm definitely looking forward to this weekend. Although my birthday itself is on Monday, but uh, I'm definitely going to be celebrating from like now till maybe next weekend. So we'll see how that goes. But other than that, I'm definitely excited to go watch LEFC 2 in person on Sunday. Just like how I was telling the guys before we went live, I find it a little funny how for the second Easter in a row, I will be with LAFC in a sense. So definitely looking forward to it. And yeah, just wish everyone a safe Easter. Happy birthday, Araceli. Also listeners. Also listeners. Um, Araceli wants a certain stuffed Ollie that is sold at HQ. So if you want to get her a birthday present, that is something she would like. There it is. There it is. I, if they're still in stock, I mean, those things seem pretty popular. I know I'm going to be taking a walk down to uh, <laughs> down to go check one of those out. I'm, you know, my kids. So awesome, awesome, Araceli. Again, we'll be wishing you a big happy birthday this Monday. But hey, Sundays are a good one. Having those two play each other, a fine way to celebrate early. Good on you. Um, from me to all you guys, again, thank you for your support for your loyalty um, to club, to podcast, to the, to the greater cause of staying golden. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, to my crew. Thank you guys. Once again, getting it done, handling it, making it happen and putting your best foot forward and representing us to the fullest week in and week out. You guys gems all the way through. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's where I'm at for sure. Um, I will see you guys this weekend, enjoying another amazing uh, Easter weekend. Um, remember, don't forget your family out there. We love our football fam, but real fam too. Um, yeah, this is one of those weekends. Check in with them. It's important. Got to do it. Critical. All right. Uh, I guess that's it. Final word. We'll go Tony. Stay golden, Los Angeles. Araceli. Stay golden. Bam. Stay golden. And from me to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over. <laughs>